This is Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM, Catholic Radio. Call now with your question, 224-585-WSFI. That's 224-585-9734. Hello, welcome to our weekly Healing the Whole Person radio show. We are very excited today because we have Kyle Clement with us. Now many of you heard him at our conference last October at Marytown and you can hear him again live at our upcoming conference next October at Mundelein Seminary on October 27th and 28th uh, 2017. Um, Kyle um, is the Assistant Program Director of the Leo XIII Institute, which provides education for exorcists. And he facilitates priests who are learning to be exorcists and assists with cases of deliverance across the country. So I'm, uh, I'm Joan McHugh, your, your moderator, and our host today is, is Kyle, who I, who I want to welcome now uh, to the show. And he will give a little talk about blessings and curses, and then we're going to have some questions from the studio audience. So Kyle, hello and welcome. Thank you, Joan. It is a blessing to be here with you. We feel the same way, so thanks for being here. So let's jump off into blessings and curses. I think that um, an, a proper point of orientation is let's start in the beginning uh, with Genesis and to understand that a curse is a corruption or a reciprocal or an inverse of a blessing. The adversary doesn't create, he corrupts and he destructs. And so he mimics, he counterfeits, he mocks that which God has done. The first blessing, God is speaking to Adam and Eve and the scripture reads, and he blessed them saying, go forth and multiply, subdue the earth, bringing it into under your dominion. And so we're called in blessing to be in right relationship with God, to be his manifestation, the physical manifestation, the seen manifestation of an unseen God. And incumbent upon that role is procreation and stewardship. This is precisely where the devil attacks us. In the procreative act, we are most like God. And so he seeks the adversary to corrupt the procreative act and to bring foreign elements into this, to bring sin and vice into it. When we engage in that and when we do not keep the conjugal act pure in a sacramental context, then we lose the ability to discharge the rest of our duties in a pristine and clean manner. And so we become subject to an inverse of the blessing, which is a curse. When we bless people, we are asking God to shower his grace upon them. When we curse people, we are asking the demon to be present to them in their vulnerability and in their sin. St. Paul gives us the defense against a curse in the 
sixth chapter of Ephesians when he speaks of the armor of God. This is your defense against a curse. When we go back and know and review what we know of spiritual warfare, anything that's happening, God is allowing it. It's within his providence. It's not that he's punishing us, but if a curse is affecting us, then we have a vulnerability. We have a chink in our armor. We have a low spot in our wall, and it is a gift of God to show us where we are vulnerable. And so I think that if you, first of all, look at a curse that way, recognize it as a gift and say, God, what can I learn from this? Then you have the proper orientation to the phenomenon. Yeah, Kyle. If you're constant, go ahead. Um, without, I, I hate to interrupt you, but we have a, a person here who has a question right on this topic. Um, may I ask Excellent. you? Um, how, Certainly. She, she wants to know, how do we know if there is a curse in the family or the person? Okay, typically the question, uh, the way I understand it is, how do we know? Um, if there are things that are extraordinary, now there's ordinary uh, problems with finances, there's ordinary plumbing problems, there's ordinary problems associated with humanity. However, if they take on an extraordinary nature, if they're beyond the norm, uh, then you might see if it's a curse. You, it, the thing about it with that is when you start to experience that, start praying. And it's not a prayer of desperation. It's, Lord, if this is happening, you're allowing it. I accept it. Tell me what I'm to learn from it. And then the Lord will reveal to you um, the vulnerability that we talked about. Why is this curse penetrating? I hope that asked, uh, answered the question. Well, it's about a curse put on some member of the family, not necessarily on myself. If okay. Um with regard to the family member, you're, you're going to, we need to kind of explore the vagary. And so it's not so much who sent the curse and it's not so much who it's affecting as much as why are we vulnerable? Um, I guess the question becomes the common cold virus is out there. It's everywhere. What makes us susceptible to the cold is a compromisation of our immune system. And so if you look at it that way, your spiritual immune system, if it's healthy, your armor of God is intact, then the curse is not going to affect you as much as if your spiritual immune system is worn down. So does that answer the question? Well, that answers it somewhat, but I guess I what I, I understand um, and the person isn't right in here in the, in the, in the studio here, but um, she wants to know how we know if, if, it, if the person has a curse on them. Okay. Is it by extraordinary behavior or the extraordinary nature of what they're, what they're, how they're behaving? Exactly. Okay. A curse falls under the extraordinary machinations of the devil, ordinary machinations being temptation. Um, and our own sinful nature. But if a curse is operative, then things will be in the extraordinary. In other words, it constantly happens. Um, and, and it doesn't seem to be able to be addressed with normal or ordinary means. And so what's happening is God's asking you to resort to prayer. He's asking you to ask him for help. He's asking you to enlist um, your angels and, and other ministering uh, activities, your parish. He's asking you to make strong uh, your faith. Okay. 
that helps. Um, there's another question following that, Kyle. How can we avoid being affected by curses, especially those uh, placed on our ancestors? Okay. Well, the thing about the, the curses is um, I think you look at a couple of places scripturally. Let's go to the base of Mount Tabor at the Transfiguration where Jesus comes down. The boy is afflicted in the conversations with his father. And so you have a clear de a generational spirit here. And Jesus is speaking with the boy, uh, his father. And the father says, well, it's afflicted him since he was young. Uh, have mercy on us. I believe, help my unbelief. And you're getting a very uh, direct look into how generational curse is present through the generations. The way that a generational curse is broken is exactly the way it was broken by Christ. Christ broke the generational curse of original sin. We're still susceptible to it, but by joining our suffering to his, we achieve salvation. We achieve everlasting life which is the effect of the generational curse of original sin is death. We overcome that through his sacrifice by joining our suffering to his and by engaging in reparation. Okay, thank you. Beautiful answer. I like that. Um, we have another uh, person here, Kyle, and he has uh, on a piece of paper, he wrote this from Exodus 25. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children. The entire family is affected. Even children in the third and fourth generation of those who reject me. What can we do to break that curse? Um, that's the quote. And then the, 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 the couple that's here says their granddaughter is adopting a child. And they are concerned about, you know, what, what could be handed down to this child from the family system. Okay, let me address both of those. I think the Exodus quote is clear, but again... The, the curse of all curses, the mother of all curses, if you will, is original sin. And so all of this is generational. However, we're given looks at those um, who are born under a curse. It's only there for the third to fourth generation. If it's not affirmed, then it drops away. To replace it with a blessing requires another, mo another movement. And that is those who follow my commandments, for those who keep my father's word, for those who are true to faith, then it's a thousand generation blessing. So the blessing is much stronger than the curse. The thing is, God is always the answer. To turn to God will help start breaking the curse. To turn to the occult is works in the adverse. It affirms the curse. And so when we affirm the curse, then we're in trouble. So... The second part of your question with regard to uh, the adoption. This child comes with spiritual baggage from her birth parents and family. She may, the, the adopted child may be consecrated to a, a demonic entity, may have all kinds of things. However, our faith is much stronger. I would strongly recommend um, a baptism, verification of baptism, sacrament, and if it's not done in the Catholic Church, ask a priest to do the supplying rites. You want the exorcism that is requisite with baptism. This has fallen out of popular practice, but baptism starts with an exorcism. The other one is a full 
assumption of spiritual authority over this child in an absolute break in cessation with their biological parents. Oftentimes, we fail right here is because the child recontacts this, um, the curse methodology, the curse morphology recontacts it. And so if they're going to be your, their, your child, then they need to be totally your child. Uh, in the same way that we're asked to be a new creation in Christ and to cast off the old man, then when you bring them into your household, they're brought in truly. They're truly incorporated into your household and don't still have a leg in the other camp, so to speak. Kyle, this has to be done in person, is that right? This uh, supplying the rights? Correct, correct. This has to be done in person, and um, you make known your considerations and, and your concerns, and uh, that's from a grandparent standpoint worry is never the answer you make right. known your concerns and then you pray that they follow through with that could you conceivably bring the child into your home with a priest and have this supplying right without saying out loud of your worries that your fears about satan and all just pray it in your heart and he he blesses the child and protects the child Joan, you have the making of a spiritual terrorist who wants to work clandestinely. No, we want to do this out in the open. Oh, good answer. Okay, I get that. Kyle, okay. I just, you're, you're a blessing yourself. Thank you. We have uh, 20 seconds left before the break, so uh, we're going we're gonna to stop in a minute. And when we come back, we're going to pray for some of the people who've emailed us. And then uh, we're going to continue with blessings and curses. Um, I, I think our time is out. Family Catholic Bookstore is blessed with the opportunity to participate with WSFI Catholic Radio in the new evangelization. Holy Family is your local resource for books, CDs, and DVDs from Catholic Answers, Ignatius Press, and all of the other fine publishers featured on Catholic Radio. Holy Family also has the area's largest selection of baptism, communion, and confirmation gifts. Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is located at 9249 Old Green Bay Road, Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. More information is available on Facebook. Want an example of a false sense of security? How about relying on the life insurance you get through work to pay for all of your final expenses? Do you have plans to retire someday? Or do you plan on working for that company for the rest of your life? The fact is, you may lose your life insurance when you leave a company. I'm Matt Tomlinson from Catholic Financial Life, and I invite you to share your hopes and dreams with me. To discuss your options for protecting your family, call me at 847-548-MATT. That's 847-548-6288. Products and services not available in all states. 
Hello, I'm David Delighton from the Center for Medical Progress with the Planned Parenthood videos. Catholic radio is so important to the pro-life movement because it's our Catholic faith that teaches us about the true value and dignity of the human person and the inestimable worth of every single beautiful child of God. And that's a message that all of us need to hear and need to continue to pay attention to and be inspired by every day of our lives and work. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Welcome back. We are speaking to Kyle Clement uh, about blessings and curses, and we were having such a lively um, show here with good questions and profound in- answers. We want to just take a, a, a break for a moment, Kyle, and um, ask you to pray for some of the intentions that have been emailed. So um, I'm going to just name them, about three or four of them, and then could you say a prayer for these intentions, and then we're going to continue with our blessings and curses. So the first email is from Niluka, and she is praying for a job. She's been out of a job for almost a year, and uh, she really needs a job. Another email about finances, um, be someone has to have a medical procedure and needs money, and she needs jobs, and she's praying for her partner's conversion. A third email from Gloria. Her son is a Marine and has post-traumatic stress syndrome, and his health is affected. He's getting a divorce, and um, they ask for prayers for her her son. And then there's an anonymous um, who's asking for prayers for Stephanie, uh, for how she can afford and so she can find a, a good um, good husband. So those are the prayers, Kyle. So could you take those, bring them to the Lord for us? Yes. Lord God Almighty, Ancient of Days, you who spread, spread blessings like the dew, you whose love is constant and perfect, We know that you send us what we need, not necessarily what we want. I would ask, first of all, Lord, that we want what we need. Perfect our desires. Bring comfort to Neluka in her search for employment, but bring her comfort whether she finds it or not. With regard to the person that's desiring money for a medical procedure and conversion of a partner, May she find inner peace and through that find healing. If it's through financial um, blessing or through a conversion, whatever it is, lead her to a deeper uh, conversion to you, Lord, a deeper conformity to your most holy will. Lord, I ask you most especially to be with all of our veterans and all of those who have served and put their life in danger for us. Jesus, I'd ask for you to especially be present to them. 
post-traumatic stress disorder is addressed by you specifically in the upper room when you appear to the apostles and say, peace be with you. Let them know that their sacrifice, their trauma, and all that they've experienced has salvific value for us all. Give them the strength to be present to their pain and their suffering and not to withdraw from it. May you bless their marriages, their vocations, and all that they do. Lord, I ask that um, the person who's asking for prayers, that Stephanie may find her vocation. May she know that she finds Mr. Wright by being Mrs. Wright. May she discard all ideals of vocation and be open to whatever you have for her. For you always have so much more than we would imagine for ourselves. You are a gracious, compassionate, and merciful God who so far exceed our desires, perfect our desires, conform our will to yours, and continue to bless us, O Lord, through all our gifts. In Christ's most holy and precious name, amen. Kyle, well, thank you. Uh, that was very beautiful prayers. Um, we are going to continue with our discussion. Um, the uh, One more question just came in. Are there certain prayers to say to protect ourselves from curses? Yes, there are. Um, but they are the prayers of the church. There's no secret formula here. The Our Father said with conviction in the acceptance of God's will and the forgiveness of transgressions, this polishes your this polishes it to a high sheen and things curses will bounce off of it. If you're fully living the Our Father and polishing the armor of Ephesians 6 with the Our Father, these are the defenses. These very God is simple. The devil wants to make it complicated. Our ascent to God's holy will. God's will is always and everywhere. Your salvation, the sanctity of your soul, and your inner peace that comes from that. So when we make our exterior actions fit our interior disposition of peace, we're impervious to the curses, the snares, and the temptations of the devil. Kyle, what just popped into my mind, would it be safe to say that God wants our answer as much as we do? I, it completes his desire for salvation. Our free will assent to him is that, a, that acceptance of will. It's not a surrendering. It's not a defeat. It's not a subjection. It's an act of docility. We want what he wants because he wants it. This is true love. This is unconditional love. To want what he wants because he wants it. And in that case, we become a mirror which reflects God's transcendence, his beauty, his essence. We reflect back to him. And in that case, our wills are united to his. Any bit of us, any speck of us, distorts that image. And so our prayer always should be your will, Lord, your perfect will. Your perfect will be done, and let us agree to it in, in, in heart. Conform our will to your will. In order for a curse to penetrate, there has to be unforgiveness. There has to be some animosity. There has to be some chink in your armor. And nine out of ten times, 
it's some form of unforgiveness or some sense of injustice. That's interesting. Um, I have a question. Can we, uh, can we live our lives with unforgiveness without really knowing it? Well, I think that at some, to some extent, you have to, you have an obligation to dig deep and find it. Place yourself as the older son in the prodigal. That parable leaves us with him staring through the open door at the festivities with the object of his hatred, with his enemy at his father's right hand. Does he enter? And so put yourself in his position. Do you wish your enemy to sit at Jesus' right hand at the banquet? Yes, you have to. Because if you do not desire salvation for all, then we are not perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect. Perfection here is a constancy. It is a loving of enemy. It is, this is exactly what Jesus was telling us. And if we're not doing that, we're vulnerable to some extent, either through an inflated sense of self, self-justification, through hypersensitivity, through unforgiveness. We must erase expectation and take the gifts that God gives us, absolutely affirming, just as the angels, glory to God in the highest, and in all he does. Um, I think there's a text question, Kyle, about maces. Can I read that? Um, Eastern Star family, part of maces. How can that affect the family? The question is an Eastern Star family. Are they okay. part of Masons? Yes, Eastern Star is a female group uh, within the Masons and Freemasonic Lodge. They militate against the church. There's a strict prohibition by the Catholic Church, unbroken since 1738, that prohibits our membership. And so typically what they do is they invoke through rite and ritual a series of curses, and they will be present in the family. So there is a formal set of renunciation prayers uh, to go through to do that. So I would suggest you get in touch with a priest. Let him know that you have ancestry, an Eastern star. Gather all the memorabilia and other things that would um, from that individual. And then let him lead you through the threefold renunciation of the prayers of the Masonic Lodge. This should break the curse. Kyle, would it be a good uh, idea for every Catholic family to have a mass said for their family generationally to 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 break the any bonds or any curses to deliver us from? From evil? Okay, the offering of the Mass does not do that. The offering of the Mass is done for the sanctity of souls. It's done in commemoration of those who died in union with Christ. And so I would very much uh, suggest that you have stipend Masses said for the dead members of your family for the rest and repose of their souls. But if you want to break the curses, that's not done via the Mass. That's done via a set of renunciations by the person who is the spiritual authority in the household at the time. I see. So renouncing the uh, the curses in the family. Correct. And what you really would like is the ranking member, the spiritual authority in the household, which would be the oldest 
Catholic male in the household um, should be the one to do the renunciations. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. I, I, I have to think about that, how that would be done. Um, but and if he's not if he's not capable or available, then you go down the line of succession. You look at, at ancient hierarchy and, and how uh, authority and blessing flowed into a family through the patriarchy, and that's the curse is is into the family in the same way. And so that you you want to address those lines of relational authority. So that would be of the, through the patriarch, is that right? Through the the father. The yes, the patriarch is a spiritual authority of the family, regardless of the spiritual disposition of any of its individual members. Uh-huh. And so he has the authority to renounce the curses in the family line. Correct. I, di- I didn't know that. And all, and all below him will benefit from his renunciation. It breaks the curse at him at him and so down the uh, past him it's not going to be present to the family members and um thank you kyle for that and then lastly minute left what about the use of just spiritual warfare uh use of holy water blessed salt blessed metals the use of sacramentals in this case uh demonstrate god's sovereignty and the demon will yield to them However, as long as there is a vulnerability or a chink in the armor, it's simply a defense mechanism, and it doesn't drive the demon away. It gives you a moment to catch your breath and realize that I've got a spiritual problem. Hmm. I just remember St. Teresa of Avila saying, oh, holy water makes the devils flee. But they come back. Oh, (laughs) so you need lots of holy water. (laughs) It works like this, you know, holy water is de- is like decon to cockroaches, but unless you clean up your food handling practices, you're going to continually get reinfested. Ah, so is that why we bless ourselves always going in and out of church? We have to constantly have holy water blessing. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I'm doing that and I'm also sinning, so it's a running battle. <laughs> so we have to... We have to douse ourselves, have a good supply, and also blessed salt uh, sprinkling around houses. Is that uh, what's it advised today for protection? Yeah, the, the salt the salt will last longer than the holy water, which evaporates. The, the best methodology is to use exercised water, which has a, a bit of salt in it, leaves a bit of residue. The demon can see it. But again, if there's not an interior disposition, if there's not a piety, if there's not a love for God, then the demon knows you're just whistling past the graveyard, that you're just doing these things out of superstition and not out of faith. Okay. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you. Would you say a blessing for everyone? Lord God Almighty, I ask you to shower your blessings as the sunlight. Shine on everyone. Turn your countenance upon us, Lord. May we reflect you back to you. May we be your image and your likeness in this world today. We thank you for you are a kind and compassionate God, and your mercy endures forever. Amen. 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 Thank you, God. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. been listening to Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. For more information about this program or to purchase additional CD copies, 
please call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or visit us online at wsfiradio.org. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease.